0: Hello,
1: you're listening to another episode of Kubo Talks. I'm your host, Ray, a.k.a. Knight, And here we have on the ones and twos.
2: Uh, me, Andrew. Uh, hi, how you doing?
1: I'm doing all right.
2: You know, coming over, getting through a cold. Um, right, right.
1: I have been gifted this product called the Vapo Inhaler by Vicks. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't really do anything, but it does smell nice.
2: Well, yeah, because you're supposed to eat it.
1: I don't think I'm supposed to eat it. There's, like, a plastic barrier. Um, yeah, but,
2: but
1: it tastes good. It does taste good. I'll give you that. Yeah. But um, that means so I'd have to, like, cut it open, which it's very hard plastic, and I might hurt
2: myself. Okay. So uh, should we address the uh, elephant in the room?
1: Um, I think the elephant's our friend, and we don't need to bring him notice. But if if you want to, well... uh, there's the elephant, then... I'll, I'll be,
2: All. It's, it's up to you. Well, dear listeners, uh, it's been a very long time, but we're more than happy to be back. Um, we hope that uh, during these trying times, you've been doing well. Uh, we've been hanging in there, and uh, in we there. thought we'd uh, record uh, some uh, some deep thoughts, you know. Uh, real talk, all bummers this episode, so look forward to that. Well, um, look forward to it. We apparently, got
1: a... Yeah, but apparently this week... Or like this month, right? We um uh our uh, Venn diagrams or like our circles of interest has finally collided with each other. Yes. Enough so where we have enough uh stuff to talk about. they mm-hmm. our fun.
2: Right. So uh you know I feel like we should introduce a docket. Um we did watch a couple of things over the last bit of time. Um. But in this podcast uh i think we want to go over uh we watched josie the tiger and the fish uh that was playing yeah. at a local theater um good yeah. times the theater um mm-hmm. the very topical uh look back written by uh series creator uh, chainsaw man very very yeah. good mm-hmm. uh, and finally the 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 reason why we wanted to record this as we both uh fell in love with odd taxi uh an anime streaming uh uh, roughly what l- last season, correct? Last season, yes, yes, um, yes.
1: I, I don't watch a lot of anime recently, uh, neither do I. But you know, my friend here told me about like some weird show about yeah. the animal characters when we were in a bar, and I'm like, yeah. that sounds
2: interesting, yeah. Um, and I watched and-
1: it, watched the first episode, I'm like, you know, this show has a lot going for it,
2: yeah, yeah, oh, oh boy. But um, yeah, and then uh, just for extra funsies, we kind of, we overachieved it and also listened to the accompanying uh, Odd Taxi hmm. audio dramas, taxi which audio. are very good and uh, settled some disputes we we had had uh, over the the, the topics
3: right, like, gone dependency. over. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, um,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, there will be spoilers for Look Back in Odd Taxi. Um, we're trying not to do so much in Josie. Because um, it's not actually out yet for like streaming and stuff. Right. It was like a limited release for mm-hmm. um. Whatever. Where, um, yeah. Yeah. Title was released.
2: We we fortunately live in a major American city where there was a lot of local theaters showing them, and we were lucky enough to make to one of the one of the showings that was only like what limited to three days, I think. Uh, two yeah, two days. Yeah, two day, two day limited release. We were very lucky to make one. Uh, yeah, but um,
1: you hope with that talk, you know, when it airs out, when like it's available for streaming or like purchasing, or whatever. Right. Uh, we do. I do recommend it. Probably my friend here does. <laughs> yes. Um, but we'll talk a little bit about it, about it like our impressions and thoughts and
2: what was cool about it. Right. Right. Um, so uh, let let's get into the topic, shall we? Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Yeah, since we were talking about Jersey, do you wanna? Get into the themes and maybe general thoughts without you know getting into too much detail,
0: yeah,
1: so um Josie, Tiger and the Fish mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's an anime film based on a light novel
0: mm-hmm.
1: um animated by Studio Bones, um, directed by Kotaro Tamura. Um, but it's like a really beautiful movie um. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, came away from that theater. Um, we were talking about it and I honestly think it became one of my top ten anime movies. Right. For me, you know, like I'm a big fan of anime movies. Um right. it's one of my favorite mediums to like watch and experience and things like that and like talk about. Um Josie was really cool because it did a lot of things. Um Like really well and for me personally it showed like um a good representation with uh, someone with disability Mm -hmm. um you know really portraying them realistically right and like i talked to you about this before you know Mm -hmm. sometimes with like uh with media portraying people with disabilities like um they oftentimes view it as like a weakness or like something holding them back right right But uh, Josie, uh, specifically, she, if you look at, like, the promotional art, she's Mm -hmm. the one, you know, with the wheelchair. Right, right. But, you know, she she has, like, a sense of maturity about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, like, it's used in such a way where it's, like, it helps, you know, portray, like, a funness of it. Like, I remember this one scene, you know, there are, like, um, him and the other main character
3: you know yeah he um, they're like at a park right and then Mm -hmm. like Josie was
1: like blowing bubbles in his face and I was like like laughing and stuff like that kind of like getting annoyed with it Mm -hmm. so like Suneo just like turns her around and kind of like pushes her while she's like screaming and yelling for him to stop. yeah
2: like like, friendly bullying right Right, yeah.
1: right. Insanely cute and stuff like that. But it also does portray, you know, a lot of like the societal stuff.
3: Right. Um, um,
2: I don't like, know yeah. how openly uh, you want to discuss this, but at least I can speak on my own experiences. As I have a disability, I don't really like to call it that, but it, it is what it is on paper. And mm-hmm. while I've been fortunate enough that you really can't tell off the bat, I I have had some experience, some difficulties in life, and I think, especially for me, and uh, relating it to another movie, uh, Silent Voice, mm-hmm. um, I I tend to really, really enjoy, not, not only, like, d- people with disabilities, their life isn't just always sad. Like, that's, I think, yeah. at least in a lot of Western media... Um, there's a lot of be like belittlement, a lot of demeaning to someone that is uh, you know, has whatever it is going on. Um, mm-hmm. and I I like this a lot because it not only shows it it it's not necessarily like getting over one's personal feelings towards uh, you know, someone with disabilities, but it's also um you know, this, some people. I mean, I never had a major issue with my own stuff. I kind of got over it in like middle school and high school. Um, but you know, some people carry these emotions much longer than they do. And there's a, uh, uh, especially especially this film and like a silent voice really does showcase like the cruelty in the world sometimes. Yeah,
1: definitely.
2: Um, you know, I I in good faith have this expectation that people are generally patient and are generally pretty nice and accommodating to people with disabilities. But realistically, that's not always the case. Um, some people don't care. And some people just don't have that patience. And um, it can be cruel, especially, because uh, there, there are certain people that are essentially helpless without or you know aren't able to live a life where things aren't created with them in mind makes some everyday things exponentially difficult, like not being able to reach over a counter or look over on a screen, right?
0: you yeah, know if you're in a wheelchair
2: um it It makes you really think how some aspects of our life are not fit for everyone as much as we think it is. Um, yeah, yeah, I, it's like I feel
1: like yeah,' it's like I feel like the movie does portray that it it does both ways, right. Because you definitely, like, can see, like, you know, accommodations. People are, like, trying to, like, help people out, you right. know. But it's also, like, there's some societal stuff, you know. Right. It's, like, some accidents that happen, right, end up being, like, a mm-hmm. bigger thing.
2: Right,
0: right. <coughs> Sorry.
1: Which is, um, you know, like, the first part of the scene, it's, like, a Josie gets pushed accidentally and gets, like, rolled down a hill. Right, right. Um, it's like totally an accident,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like other things. Um, you see Josie trying to access like a ticket terminal, like mm-hmm. no one's really trying to help her, right? And like another example, you know, someone accidentally bumping into her, but like having like such a big attitude about it,
3: yeah. It's like, hey, you're kind of in the way and stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
3: but um. There's also, it does portray, you know, like,
1: um, yeah, it's like being accommodated, things like that. And it's also like a theme throughout that, uh, the whole movie, you know, right? it's uh, basically understanding people's like feelings and emotions.
2: Right, right. Like, um,
1: society does play a role, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole reason um, why Josie's. Like doesn't have a lot of experience going outside of the house because right. the grandmother is like, "There's monsters out there." Mm-hmm. It's like you just don't know it. So, right,
3: right.
1: You know, Josie's own feelings of like wanting to get out there and do all the bunch of stuff of uh, uh, different stuff, mm-hmm. and then like, there's this big climactic moment, um, which like ends up to like you know that uh, a certain conflict in the movie mm-hmm. where it all started with like uh a character saying like a person like you wouldn't be able to understand and it's like oh it's so heartbreaking How yeah
2: <laughs> yeah
1: it's like that specific scene was like i want to talk so much more about it but you know it's yeah. not out yet
2: right 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 i don't
1: know
2: um, uh, yeah well it's, it's it's really good um it, it's a little it's a little heartbreaking at times i think generally uh it's it's very well presented. You have there's a lot of uh definitely shows you a different aspect of, you know, how life is, you know, if especially if you're not one to have any some sort of uh disability. Um yeah, life can be difficult. Life well, can be difficult, definitely. Yeah.
1: And yeah. uh go see uh the tiger and the fish, the full right. title. Um definitely something to watch if um you want to see good uh Representation for people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. You know, just also want to watch something like that's pretty different. yet so like, well yeah, done. yes. It's like yes. especially you know it's like the ending moments, the the wrapping up, the rising conflict and stuff.
2: The romance is also very spicy.
1: The romance, spicy, but realistic and like real.
2: Very realistic. Yeah. Very very. Uh, I I recall you and I. Doing that thing that we do where we just kind of like cringe inside ourselves when things get uh, a little too uh, hot and heavy, emotionally yeah. speaking. Uh, not yeah. that there's anything uh, particularly raunchy with this film. This film is in, a, you know, generally it's a, I feel like it's like a PG film, but uh, there's some uh, romantic stuff that gets very uh, heart-wrenching. Heart-wrenching. Yes. Um, but extremely well done. Yes, incredibly.
1: Like I like I said before, I think this reaches. It has reached the top ten of my favorite mm-hmm.
0: anime movies.
2: I I still hold a very strong uh, soft spot for a silent voice. Uh, that resonated a little more for me, but um, this is a very good film. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, um, and watch it when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, please, please be on the lookout.
0: Uh, that's oh, that's good. for
2: Support uh, your local uh, anime film releases uh, when available.
1: When available, and I'll definitely you know post on my stuff and like scream loud about this film
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because I love it. Yeah. Um, If anything, I should have watched it the two days it would. was airing.
2: Right. Um. Cool. Anyway, uh, should move on. Do you want to talk about Look
3: Back?
1: Yeah about look back yeah so introducing look back a little bit Mm -hmm. um written by tatsuki fujimoto um modern days uh most well known for chainsaw man um he also worked on another like serialization called fire punch um Mm -hmm. all on soda and jump right um on his wiki page it says um you know, he was uh, nominated for an award uh, through um, uh, Jump Square, which is like mm-hmm. related to uh, Shonen, or uh, the whole and Jump, you know, company at the age of 17, quite young. Yeah. And like greets notoriety through Fire Punch and Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. And then his latest release, uh, released on July 19th, right. 2001, uh, last month, uh, this One Shot Look Back.
2: Yes. Um, and we are going to get into uh, some of like, the heavier themes that this talks about. I would like to point out that this is free to read on Shueisha's site. Um, just go to mangaplus.shueisha.co.jp. It's there. Um, yeah, you, can also, just, you, you can just read it right now. So if you want to pause it now and read it, it's a quick read. Um, I it's think it's like
1: 100. a, yeah, 140 pages. Um, yeah. like There's... Just... Two different ways that I know that you can just read it for free, so then you'll have right. um, it for free and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Uh, I recommend you read it. It's not very long, but it is hot. It is pretty heavy. The, uh, right. the themes, the topics. Um. If you read Chainsaw Man, you know it's similar to like the themes, and topics there. Right. In terms of like the heaviness and like how it dwells on the heart.
3: Right. All right, so
1: yeah. Yeah. To preface this, also, I have read Chainsaw Man. I
0: have have not read
1: Chainsaw
3: Man. Yeah, I did not. So, like, um,
1: it wasn't. It's not my first exposure to uh, Fujimoto's work, but um, look back.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm aware. Right. I've heard you, and I've heard another mutual friend talk at length about Chainsaw Man, but uh. Yeah, I mean it's not like I don't want to, just haven't gotten around to it.
1: Yeah. I think uh like in general context for you too, mm-hmm. um, Fujimoto does a lot of uh um, I feel like subtle commentary mm-hmm. about like I never read Fire Punch, <laughs> but I've read mm-hmm. the entirety of um Chainsaw mm-hmm. Man, what he's the released so far, and this. Um mm-hmm. I think like Fujimoto is definitely one of those um mangaka
0: mm-hmm. who
1: does like um a lot of this like grandiose like beautiful work and it's really easy to overlook like the little subtle nuances in it which mm-hmm. are his commentary on um whether it be society whether it be like you know uh, humanistic natures and things like that mm-hmm. um look back definitely um condenses uh what he's able to do and like shows his mastery in just those 140 pages. Right.
2: Right. So I, I wanna take I want to talk about the like the bigger theme here. At least what I believe to be the the major theme is the idea of dwelling on mistakes. Mm-hmm. Or dwell dwelling not necessarily mistakes, dwelling on decisions that one has made. Right. Yeah. Um there is a major point in in the manga where a character believes that it was a mistake to have exposed someone to the idea of you know independently writing manga, right? Yeah. Um, and whether or not that chain of events after that decision was a mistake, um, yeah. which I think is a, I think that's pretty common. In general, like it's uh, it's something that I feel like a lot of people that go through grief will do. You know, what mm-hmm. if I did this? Yeah. Should I have what done if that? Yeah. What ifs? Yeah, like, yes. Yeah, um, like if
1: I travel back in time, like if it's just did differently.
2: Right. Right. And uh, I mean, for me personally, I I are am I correct in 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 believing that it's really optimistic in a way at least presents it in an optimistic fashion like it's all right to do
3: that
1: yeah so yeah we were talking about this before Mm -hmm. um uh fujimoto also does this thing in chainsaw man where a lot of topics are like just really grim right Mm -hmm. right Uh, specifically and look back we spend a lot of time as the reader Mm -hmm. you know seeing this uh uh basically this working partnership like Mm -hmm. blossom into like this friendship and like enjoying each other's company and like not just that but also like working together as co-partners right spending a lot of their time Mm -hmm. doing all that stuff um and then the big climax happens and as you're saying you know looking back it's like if I did A, B, and C differently, or it's like if I could spend like one more day with you after you're gone, all that right. stuff. Like uh regretting and all that stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: And you're asking, you know, that's presented optimistically. I think it it definitely does towards the end. Um mm-hmm. like even at the ending of Chainsaw Man, it despite what happens, or like despite the ends of the arcs and stuff. Mm-hmm. There, there is that tinge of optimism, right? Uh, tinge of hope, and I think Fujimoto does that extremely well. Um, right. And I feel like you know, if you want to relate it to life, I don't know how you feel or like right. our listeners feel. You know, I always feel like you know, there's always like that hope, that light at the end of the tunnel, right? Um, no matter what happens, you know. As like life, as these like humans, we just keep moving on, right
2: right, yeah, you can only move forward,
1: yeah, yeah. and uh, you know the ending of this does portray that uh, in an optimistic sense, like and uh, it's like realistic by like, you know, also like realistic optimism right, hopeful optimism
2: and uh, yeah, I, I mean that, that's generally how I feel about it i I think that's why. I don't I don't know it it didn't connect with me I I think as much as it did with other people um I think it it mostly kind of boils down to how I dealt with life personally mm-hmm. and you know the, the 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 morals and whatever it is that make up who I am that's I don't I try my best not to dwell on mistakes like the old adage of like there's no use crying over spilled milk like yeah. things have happened there's no point in attempting to like armchair like psychologists try to nitpick what exactly went wrong i mean you can in order to in order to learn from experience but to to bombard yourself with what ifs will only cause i at least i believe will only cause people more misery Mm -hmm. um because you're only dwelling in in the fact that you know you can't change the past you can only really move forward uh and it and it does i think does go into that a little more, but i don't i it didn't resonate me with me as much, but there is something that resonated with me very very much is uh i would i mean it's the climax, yes, um there is a portion well it's like the the main conflict in the story of a character is involved with a public attack and um is more is essentially killed and um i think generally now with the current trend of like public attacks in like the us and like in abroad uh i i personally harbor a lot of fear and originally when you brought when you told me to read this um i read about half of it well i thought it was half of it at the time and i stopped there because that portion filled me with a lot of anxiety a lot of like really real anxiety um that i feel when i go into public places when i go watch a film when i go to a concert when i you know go into any like heavily public place i have a fear of something like this happening and you know i understand that that generally doesn't have a high chance of happening but that fear exists within me and having read this also filled me with that that same anxiety um it's 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 really frightening yeah uh, um
1: saints honestly same thing with chainsaw man <laughs> i'm gonna bring I, I bring up chainsaw man because you know he wrote it. Uh, look, look back. Look back is definitely a condensed version of what Fujimoto was able to do with Chainsaw Man. It's um, a little brief thing, no spoilers. Um, chainsaw Man is full of these things called devils. These devils are the personification of like uh, global fears that mm-hmm. people have. The Main one being like chainsaw. It's like chainsaws are pretty freaky. Yeah, if you think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, look back is definitely realistic in our context too because you know, we're from America. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see you know all of these news stories of like uh, acts of basically domestic terrorism. Yes, what happens in the climax of um, look back is an act of domestic terrorism, right? Um, and it, it Does fill you with like the anxiety, Um, you know, that ramp up, but basically, you know, 70% of this uh, one shot, you're seeing like uh, the creative beauty between the two main characters, Fujino, Kimoto, working Mm -hmm. together to create serializations, create manga, doing something they love. And like the minute, or basically um, the moment where like those two split ways. Um, something tragic happens, which is, um, you know, uh, an attack on an art, uh, art facility, art school. Um, that just comes out of nowhere,
3: right? Even Correct. in the one shot, it just comes out of nowhere, right? You know, like you know, uh, in in my experience, you know, being a uh, being able just to like
1: have access to these headlines and this have access to, like seeing these news right away
3: mm-hmm. seeing you know it's kind of hard <laughs> yeah it's kind of hard you like know, seeing you know
1: someone just taking other people's lives and i did mention this
3: to you and i did write it on like my personal blog um I'll I'll leave a link in the in the podcast description. But um
1: it's something that happened two years ago that still kinda like a like affects me today because I love their their works. Like you would think nothing bad would ever happen to them, but the I don't think it's a coincidence that Fujimoto decided to release this or like yeah, release this so close to the second um Memorial anniversary of the Keanu arson attacks, because mm-hmm. um, um, you know this. What happens and look back is uh, a, a man, um, accuses a lot of people of um, plagiarizing his work, which mm-hmm. is similar to the motivation of what happened at the Keanu arson attacks in
0: 2019.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, perhaps Fujimoto. Um, so, I was thinking about that when he wrote this. Perhaps mm-hmm. something else that did happen close to this. Mm-hmm. You know, relating it to that, seeing all these people who just kind of wanted to go to work and they yeah. just wanted to uh, create art and contribute in society in that way.
3: Mm-hmm. All, you know, just happened to be in the wrong place. At that certain time, it's like it's not their fault. It's not, um, these are students' fault that they were there. It just happened. Um,
1: and like I said before, you know, uh,
3: Fujimoto does an excellent job at subtle commentary. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know like
1: it doesn't resonate that much with you, but for me, um it's it's
3: interesting to think about yeah it's uh, a it's a terrible thing that happened in uh yeah,
2: i i was, would imagine that the that the community of you know japanese mangaka and animators is i assume at some point gets very tight like any like trade does i would make some assumptions that he knew people um, and it would affect him greatly. I mean, Keanu's work has been lauded for years.
3: Um, yeah, it, so I would imagine be like very a, difficult. Yeah, it's like a big
1: studio. Um, even if you don't watch everything they produce, um, it does have a lot of like influence. Um, you know, and even being like just a studio that um really does pride itself on um helping teach uh, the younger generation. Uh, helping them just create better artists, like in general. Like you don't have to say it to anyone, but yeah. uh, if you like, you could grow up to them, they'll help you learn and help you be better.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, like I said, Fujimoto does an excellent job at like the subtle commentary and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, as you were saying, Fujino does that have that arc of regret, um, not. Or yeah, just wanting just to go back and just even going into you know, uh, Kiyomoto's house right. and like uh, just being bummed about it, like going through <laughs> grief. Yeah, but she she finds that one panel mm-hmm. that links them both together. Right. And then at um, I wrote it about this in my vlog too, but you know that final um that final panel. Like Fujimoto does a really good job, and I'm um, designing his panels. Like uh, nothing, nothing he puts down, um like kind of like goes to waste.
2: Right, right.
1: It's just that little four coma. Yeah. Just on her workspace was like just a plain glass window, like you can see mm. the sky rises and stuff like that. Right. And like as you we were saying, like that tinge of optimism. Um Just this little four coma, even just the idea of a four coma, which is just like a condensed, basically a condensed manga in just those four panels. Like, you really do have to, like, work with pacing and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, what can and can you not do with those four panels, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, like, you have so little time and so little space, but you need to convey, like, an idea across. Mm -hmm. And Sometimes it just takes, like, that a little thing, just like those four panels,
3: just to um you know just mean a lot to a lot of people, and I think uh Fujimoto does have more panels to deal with um,
1: I, you know he it's I think uh look back, it's just a powerful piece, even if it doesn't resonate with a lot of people, even doesn't mean like a lot of things. Um you you can't deny it does do a lot of things like really powerfully. And if yeah. it's it's a good good thing for me as like someone who loves writing, who
3: loves narratives, to mm-hmm. like take a look back at this and in a study from it. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel the same way. Um I'm I'm a big fan of those uh
2: time passing kind of panels yeah of like watching uh watching her room fill with art books and sketchbooks and eventually seeing um her friend there with her similarly just drawing all over the floor and uh those are my favorite panels i think they're really well done there's a lot of attention to detail there yeah Um, yeah. it's like yeah there's kind
1: of like parallelism yeah like um it's the basically the same four panels, but shown at different times, and you yeah. see like a progression of
3: um what's going on. Yeah, it's like Fujimoto. Yeah. No, I feel like no panel in this uh,
1: one shot is wasted.
2: No, no. Well, I mean, considering especially like it's 145 pages. It's I uh, I don't know, not exactly the most common, you know, for a one shot. Uh, I feel like he he knew exactly what he wanted to say and how exactly he wanted to present it, you know. Also, understanding those great skills that uh, the that Khan needs to have, right? You tell your story as concisely and as uh, as it needs to be, yeah. not any longer, not any shorter.
1: Yeah, I think, like, some people do look down on four comas. It's like it's just four panels. I don't know, four comas are good. But, you know it's me reading like a lot of like slice of life four comas mm-hmm. like there are like a lot of like um dull ones and stuff like that yeah yeah but like the real beauty of a four coma is i like the real um way you show your skill set is like to create a four coma and have it have like excellent pacing despite mm-hmm. by four panels convey like good ideas by being four panels and like you know, have a good, like, punchline, or, like, good um, good ending to
3: it.
2: Yeah. Anyway, that's a uh, look back. Uh, any final thoughts right. before you move forward?
3: Um, it's a good advertisement
1: for <laughs> um, Chainsaw Man, which is also really good. Um, yes. Uh, and, you know, it's on hiatus. Uh, Chainsaw Man. Uh, Fujimoto's working on the second part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, just seeing this work makes me, like, excited for the potential that a Chainsaw Man Part 2 has.
3: Yeah. How about yours? You final thoughts? Uh, I should probably read more manga, dude. It's been a long time.
1: It's been a long time. Well, you know, you could subscribe to and Jump for a dollar, I think. And then have on your fingertips a bunch of manga.
2: Maybe I should. I got to get back into... Stone Ocean's coming out soon. I got to get back into that. Uh, and then if you have a
1: Sona Jump app on your tablet or a phone. Yeah. We're not sponsored by Sona Jump. I but wish.
2: I wish. Hey. And um reading's good. Call us. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, after that, a uh, meaty look at the shortest thing on this docket. Um, Let's take an even meatier look at uh, Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi. Um, uh, As I would like to describe it, a slow and gentle uh, whodunit. Um, Odd Taxi is one of those shows that um, breaks the the concept that uh, I don't know. I believe it's a pretty well known kind of rule in anime in general. It's like the three episode rule, right? Um, Yeah. If you don't, if you. And if you're not vibing, you you drop it, right? As is the thing. Odd Taxi, I think, is one of those that deserves like that special like uh, exception. Like it takes a bit to get going. The initial mystery presented is not is not initially focused on. Yeah,
3: um, it's, I, I, yeah. It's I, like, I would also I would, say, yeah. Like
2: uh, I would
1: even say it's kind of like subversive in that way. Right. Where you know the first episode, a thing happens. But right, we're gonna spoil it. So if you haven't watched it,
2: yes, major um, spoilers. We are going to talk in depth about Odd Taxi. Yeah, but basically, um, yeah.
1: The the first uh, episode, you just um, you see something sink down to the ocean, and you hear like a a missing high school girl is missing.
2: <laughs> right, and then uh, I believe it's like episode three. They make reference to a body has been found in Tokyo Bay or whatever, right? Yeah. But, well, like, but yeah, it, that, yeah. It, it does this thing where there's that mention and you don't get to it for like six more episodes.
1: Yeah. So like the first episodes were just like um, basically make her to Otakawa uh-huh.
2: and like you're
3: just
2: following him along.
3: Uh-huh. Um, it, uh huh.
2: uh Odd Taxi. Also does this like thing of so many plot threads, like your A, B, C, D plot threads of various characters uh, interacting with each other that have very, either very vague or very direct connections to other characters. That so makes this very, very tight web um, of, of people that surround Odakawa essentially. That at most maybe have maybe two or three degrees of separation. Um, it's yeah, a really yeah. it's a really tight cast. They're all incredibly well well uh, voice acted. Um, all super unique. Um, I really really enjoyed it. Um, the that op op best op I've heard all year. Really dig it. Yeah. If, if have you watched
1: the uh, full version the MV of it. I have. It is very, very it's, good. Yes. And the full version's even better.
2: Mm-hmm. I was if uh I, I was watching my partner and she's uh she's the type to skip openings a lot and, and no, not this one. We don't skip this opening. This is a good opening.
0: <laughs>
2: um I'm gonna skip this opening in this house. But essentially to to summarize Odd Taxi and its premise. Um, it focuses on Odokawa, a uh, independent taxi driver who works in Tokyo and a a crime occurs that essentially surrounds him and the people he knows and there are very uh, various other subplots uh, involving a lottery winner it involves a, a gotcha fanatic to say the least um sure. seedy underbelly of crime police corruption, idol culture, commentary on social media. It's got a lot. It's great. It's incredibly tightly written. It's very good.
1: Um, I I, I would say that, you know, um, we talk about degrees of separation and stuff like that. It's basically a crime occurs around (laughs) Odakawa. Right? Uh, he He just doesn't know he's involved. Right. And then through you know, his happenings through his motivations and, like, just him just being around this crime, it eventually catches up with him. Right. And whether, you know, whether he's aware or whether, like, the the surrounding web of uh, people are, like, aware. Um, As we were saying, like, a bunch of A, B, and C plots and then there's just this definite climax at the very end. Um, Yes. And like, what's cool about it is that you you when as you're starting to watch it, you start to feel it, right? You start to right. feel that it's gonna come up to this point. Yes. And like you're saying, it's like so well written. The cast is so tight. Yeah. That even I uh, got anxiety like around like episode nine and ten. Yeah. It's like the plan is coming together. Um, this is actually gonna happen. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> what's gonna happen?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I kind I kind of want to dissect certain aspects of, of of the show, um, that I you know that stuck out to me a lot. Um, at least for me, like the big mystery, right? The big mystery of whose body was found in Tokyo Bay, was like the thing that hooked me initially, because I uh, like while watching it, I had so many theories of who it was, and again. Major spoiler warnings. I'm going to warn you, we're going to start dropping names. Um, but uh, I, I initially thought it was like Kanahara uh, with his plot line of like getting indebted to the mob in order to impress this girl and like getting kidnapped. And I'm like, oh, no, that's it. Like he, he's like there's like some in-media res going on. This is out of order and it's his body that's going to wind up in Tokyo Bay. And until like the actual, the actual mystery that is solved in like the last two episodes, like I didn't know who it was, um, and I I find that I I find these like, this like incredibly well baited like mystery to be really good, um. I draw a lot of what I like about Odd Taxi, to what I really liked about uh Dora. Which came out about what ten years ago? I think came out in twenty eleven. Yeah, it's like when you're like in high school or something. Yeah, um, where Doodara, like one of the major mysteries is who is the dollars, right? And like yes. that's like you you don't know that until like the last two episodes, and it's like twenty. It's, like, I think it's like twenty four episode like show, uh, or at least the first season is, and it's like you you're given like hints and like red herrings to like. What is, what is this thing that everyone keeps talking about? Because everyone keeps talking about, like, hey, Odakawa, were you here at this place at this time? And if you were, do you remember who that was? Right? And then he's, and he always gives very blank responses. They're like, oh, I don't know. And, like, it just strings you along. Like, who was in his car? Like, who was in that taxi seat on that night? Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's um, what I I what I also like, you know, about um, Odd taxi, bringing mm. on to your point was, it is so accessible, um, like it, it accessible in terms of like, um, uh, it's very simple, and like it's mysteries and like um, because like the cast is so small and because it, like it feels like a. Even though it's set in Tokyo, it does feel like a small-town, misty-murder kind of deal. Right, right. Um, like, a lot of media, or, like, a lot of uh, mystery media, it's so hard to follow along, because, like, there's so many, like, different plots, there's so many, like, um, elements that kind of, like, magically bring in, like... I remember watching the hit Fox TV show bones. Right. Sure. Like like, it's like the episodes are an hour long and like things happen or like something like a, sorry, something like a CSI, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like a murder happens and stuff like that. And like a cast like goes and trying to find out who's the murderer. And like Mm -hmm. this is analysis and stuff like that.
2: It's pretty straight for the most part. Right.
1: It's like, it's, it is straight, but it also, it's, for for my dumb kid brain, it was hard to follow along because they just bring in so many like different stuff. They're like they just leave the crime scene and it's like, wait a minute, what about this missing like and then they go back to the crime scene and look behind like this couch and like find like a bullet shell casing. It's like mm-hmm. okay, I guess. It's like this like magical thing that's like mm-hmm. this happens to like find. Right. But like in odd taxi like you start getting more information as you watch, like
3: the more episodes, right? But um, um, things start uh like
1: being pieced together in like a hazy linear fashion, where it's yeah. like I think this is happening, but I don't know for sure. Maybe they're gonna reveal it more, and they do. They do reveal yes. it more, and yeah. like it, it is like smartly written, uh, smartly designed, smartly written. Um, you know that, uh... it's like one of, the, one of the cases is like um, Goriki's clinic is missing drugs
2: right what? right yeah. yeah why
1: yeah it's like why it's missing drugs and it's like Goreki gets the call from what is there it's like yeah we're missing drugs mm-hmm. and it's like you only know one other person that works at the clinic yes Shirakawa yeah and it's like in your mind you think I think Shirakawa is the one taking the drugs, but right. I don't know
2: why or sure or, <laughs> like,
1: I don't then, know why. I don't know right. why.
0: Um,
2: until like
0: two yeah, or three until, episodes
2: later, you learn that, oh, she has a debt. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's that like, even, makes
1: more yeah. sense. <laughs> even before that, uh, through Arakawa, you meet Dobu. Yes, And even before that, you meet Dobu through the Diamond Brothers. Right? And it's like yeah right. there's this thing but even before that you meet dobu through kabasawa's selfie yes and then like that kind of like hazy linear fashion it's yeah. like you recall back it's like oh that's where dobu is I was like yeah
2: i mean like another like instance of the like, characters are introduced and you don't know what part they play uh like for instance uh the tapir who i didn't know until i looked at like this, like, character map was named Kuroda, because I don't think yeah. they particularly mention who he is. You see him in, like, the first or second episode, and you don't really know who he is
3: until, like, the very end. Yeah. Um, it's, like... <clears throat> it's like, um, you know,
1: from Japanese media, or if you played the Yakuza games,
3: mm-hmm. oftentimes people don't have um tattoos right right big big old tattoos and then another often times is um
1: you don't see people flaunting their big tattoos in a bathhouse
0: mm-hmm.
1: unless they're past where like past the point where they need to publicly hide themselves right 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 so even like in the first episode he's in the bathhouse or the seven episodes, he's in the bathhouse with the Karahara or uh, yeah Kadahana and Odakawa right you could tell he's you you could tell he's kind of um like a he was he probably was a crime
2: dude
3: yeah yeah
1: but you don't you don't uh find his motivation until the very last episode right
2: cuz they they don't speak to him directly right he's to to them or at least to us as the viewer he's just a guy at the bathhouse and yeah. he does at least initially does not seem to be related to anything that is going on um
1: yeah. it's only it's only that uh first or second episode when uh Karahara thinks he's talking to him he's him. Actually right. on the phone yeah it's on the phone with like either i think it was Dobu or yano
2: yeah i think he's on the phone with Dobu. Um, yeah, and like you don't know until the end, like his connection to Odakawa, and like connection to like, yeah, yeah. The, all, all, all the charity, you, all,
1: yeah. yeah, it's like all you would know is that he's connected with someone who's missing, yes, like they're trying to find her,
3: right? Um,
1: yeah, but yeah. uh, there's a lot of like these threads that connect with each other, um. It's it's like you know they've like completed or the writers, you know, it's like they had this whole story uh, planned out, and they just need to put the pieces together on how to connect everybody, and like it does give it that sense of direction of like moving forward into this big old climax where like
2: everything gets unraveled and revealed. Yes, and it uh gets weirdly violent. Uh, at the end, I mean, most of it is, like, just kind of people talking to each other, and then yeah. someone tries to assassinate Odokawa, and it's, like, weirdly real for, like, a couple of, like, a couple moments. Like, oh, yeah. wow, he's just going for it. Wow. And then the the fight at the dock where um someone shoots Dobu, and it's like, wow, okay uh and like the yes,
1: again yeah it's yes, like even before that the uh <laughs> with the skull mask
2: yeah this yeah the skull appearance at the host clubs oh host man club. that's so that's a rough scene
0: right yeah,
1: it's even yeah even uh skull mask uh Tanaka Con- uh Tanaka
0: uh-huh.
1: you know his whole deal
2: <laughs> oh his like his is re it's really interesting and it's really out there but it's, like,
0: yeah, it's it, not it,
2: hard for me to make strives of, for some people to break eventually, I think, given a lot of, like, societal pressure and things like that. Um, I don't know. It's, it, 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 like, written on paper, like, his whole motivation seems a little weak. But I mean, yeah, personally, I, personally, knowing a lot of people that get into gotcha games and... Uh,
1: yeah, it's like spending... Basically, it's just, um, spending well, beyond your means.
2: Right, and borderline, like, you know, border, I mean, I think it is, like, gambling addiction. Some people can kind of go over, uh, over an edge and, yeah, like, cross I, a line.
1: Yeah, I think that's...
2: Um,
1: if there was, like, one kind of, like, out there or, like, supernatural element, I think it's kind of like Tanaka and his story, but it does—it is grounded in like uh, kind of reality because you know uh, he had an entire episode about him showcasing his like traumatic drama, right? His um really motivation to be kind of like noticed and like liked through Mm -hmm. those collections of erasers and trying Mm -hmm. to get like this rare eraser, even though he knew this yes. wasn't gonna last and right. he knew he wasn't gonna be the best because there's that rich kid. Right. If he could um have that attention at that moment, he would do it.
3: Right. 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 And uh you know what sent them over was um you know
1: him losing his dodo bird. Yeah. And also his his pet dying. Yes. His... And then he he finds the thing that he think will give him power, which is the gun. Right. And it 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 does work into giving him the attention and it does work, you know, using like um his craftsmanship, his wit, and like yeah. planting the GPS. And even you know, using the idol girl to leave yeah. a phone in Otakawa's taxi. Yeah. So then he he when when GPS stops, he knows he's probably parked at his house. Right. So he breaks in to, to the taxi to plant this bad realist GPS. Yeah. So, like he he knew what he was doing. Yes. And because he had that one item, that gun, mm-hmm. he was able, you know, it was
2: a, a means of his revenge, right? He now had the power to yeah. exert some sort of influence over his life.
1: Yeah, um, it's like that. That was like the way where he could try, at, try to get something back. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, if it's not like permanent or whatever, but it, it. It does kind of, it's like there's one thing in the story that just kind of magically magically appears. It's like Tanaka and his story. But I yeah. can see why they they needed like a, a
2: another pushing element, right? Yeah, uh, but I like describe how it. you you describe it as supernatural, I think is a really good way to kind of explain it. Well, especially because I think the part that mostly bothers me about Tanaka specifically is that he just kind of goes back. Like he's like a normal dude after that. Because one, he was never caught, I guess.
0: Yeah, mask.
2: Two, he just kind of gets over his murder rampage, I yeah, guess. Yeah,
1: he, uh, he he solves it by shooting Dobu. <laughs> right. <laughs> he finds it by finding um. What's his name? Ditch one. Yeah, D- uh, ditch, ditch. Yeah,
2: ditch e- eleven. Yeah, ditch eleven.
1: He. he you find out what caused him the grief and like scammed him out of that eraser. Yeah, It's also speaking of supernatural. I'm not convinced that Dobu is uh ditch 11.
2: I don't, but it doesn't make there, sense. There's <laughs> when you look at that scene where he's being held up at gunpoint by Tanaka by Tan- uh, Od- uh, Odokawa and Dobo are being held up at gunpoint
0: yeah. by
2: Tanaka. They're, I don't know if it's, like, read, reading too much into the scene, but there is a certain, and I know we discussed this when we both watched, there's a certain hesitation he has when he's, like, going along with the idea or, or admitting to the idea that he is uh, Ditch 11. Yeah. Um, that makes me also, like, yeah. doubt if he is actually Ditch 11 or not.
1: Yeah, it's like, that is, no doubt, his silhouette. In that profile picture, right? But he, but but he's like so adamant at first about not playing that game,
2: right? And again, like I don't want to read into. He doesn't seem like the type that would play something like that. Um, Yeah,
3: yeah, I don't know. There's
2: there's a lot of doubt in that scene. Yeah, it's like he, like
1: you see Dobu creating, you know, the whole master plan of the heist, right? Um. Whatever and all that stuff. It's like, does that translate into a farm raising simulator or a zoo raising simulator? Right, right. But it, how else would he have gotten, you know, the Donoraku eraser in his pocket and stuff? Yeah. So, another cool part about Auto Taxi is that there, even though the big mystery is solved, there's like these tiny ones. Tiny, tiny (laughs) mysteries. That Without You know, it. you can always, like, extrapolate and um, have theories about. Right, this, I mean... Is the Ditch 11? I don't right. know.
2: I mean, and I'm there's, not also, convinced. there's also the, I would like to call it the, the EX mystery of the ballpoint pen. Um, I know that uh, you and I went the extra mile, as we noted before, and listened to the Odd Taxi audio dramas. Um, for for listeners unfamiliar with the concept, essentially these are it's like supplemental, supplemental uh, you know plot to the main anime. Um, it's pretty common amongst a lot of uh, you know series like this, where essentially it is read through by the voice actors as a essentially as a radio drama. You know, um, they're yeah. talking Sounds to like each other or you know ex like expositioning about a certain scene. And uh, a big shout out to YouTube user Generic Nostalgia for for translating these and putting them up. Uh, thank you. you uh, we really appreciate it for putting the effort. Um, there are, I believe, thirteen of these. Correct.
1: Yes. So it's yes. like basically one an episode. So like, yeah. um, after the episode aired, the radio drama would also air, or the mm-hmm. internet drama would also air. Right. So in that context, you know, after watching an episode, you would listen to the radio drama. Uh-huh. Um, you know, yeah, given uh, g- yeah, yeah.
2: given that they're in Japanese, we we only really yeah. uh, saw yeah, them so after, like, but you know,
1: yeah, you, like you could have read them, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then but just yeah, get it subtitled in video form. Yeah, you had to wait a bit, but um. Yeah, I I I kind of binge the odd taxi and then binge the audio dramas.
2: Yeah, same here.
1: But uh, oh. it does um give like another story to an item we see. Yes, in odd taxi, it, oh,
2: yeah. uh, The episodes give more. It gives context. It fleshes out a couple more characters, and it provides again the ex bonus, which is the. The ballpoint pen.
1: Um Yeah. So it's yeah, it's an item you see um throughout throughout the um throughout the anime. This like big giant red pen with like ears on the end and like (laughs) no no sane person (laughs) would carry (laughs) this around and actually write something with. Right. It's like it is way it's like one of those novelty pens you get at a Disneyland. It's or like, like you, so big.
2: Or you win at like the Chuck E. Cheese or something, right? Like when
1: at a Chuck E. Cheese, it's like you wouldn't really carry this around. But it you, yeah, you see that and you you don't think anything of it, right? right. Like in right. the anime. Yeah.
0: Until, at least I did it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Until you um read or like listen to these um internet dramas or audio dramas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you realize just how important it is yeah All right it's not it's not honestly it's not that important you could watch odd taxi without um doing all the audio dramas but it does give like another story like another plot line basically right a b and c and then the audio dramas are like d e x plus
2: yes um but anyway the these audio dramas um kind of a like a cultural thing like the idea of a of a lucky item that is kind of passed down to people and that gives it its luckiness like you get the luck by passing this thing onto the next person right and there is a pen that you see in several episodes that passes hands and essentially what these other dramas are is a is a very very minor character in the actual anime uh nagashima who is a big fan of the homo sapiens a comedy group within the within the show uh, and he has a essentially a listening device that he eventually figures out that the ballpoint pen is a is a recording device right yeah and the the audio dramas are essentially conversations that people have within within earshot of this pen essentially and um you know, you hear Nagashima talking about, "Hey, we we managed to catch a recording," and he, you know, gives some context to it. And it's these characters, uh, you know, giving context to an episode you just watched. You know, Onakawa talking to Yamamoto, um, who is you know, the the idol group manager, or you know, uh, yeah. you know, or hearing like this pen move from person to person essentially.
1: Yeah, it's like
2: a uh,
1: different characters. Mm. You know, sometimes it ends up back to the same person. This is yes. uh, interesting mm-hmm. and really cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, you get to hear more of the idol group, get to hear more of like uh, Rui and, you know, her boyfriend Baba of the Homosexuals.
3: Yes. yes.
0: yes.
1: Uh, Taiko at the bar, more of Watakawa, the Diamond
3: Brothers. Mm mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, you know, in terms of supplemental material
1: uh, for audio dramas and stuff, we normally don't get to see that or like see someone take an interest of it unless it's like either like some kind of like romance visual novel,
3: sure, or, sure,
1: or like some big like shodan thing, like canon or a, you know, yeah, it's like
2: a. My hero, like a Japanese voice actor is doing a radio play, mm-hmm. or something like that, or like a like a con table reading or something, right?
1: Yeah, or like this, they're just hanging out, and they're just the voice actors.
3: Yeah,
2: they're
3: just hanging out though. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, as as supplemental material, really good, and
1: like um, adding. Uh, context to the big mystery while add, also adding like um, extra story bits and like kind of like ending up being like uh, adding just more mystery because mm-hmm. like what's um, what's gonna happen to uh, Nagashima right like because like
3: at the final um one of the final um, recordings they're like Whoever found this pen, I'm gonna getcha. Eventually, yes.
0: Right. I mean,
1: like,
2: oh no. I know that, uh, I mean, this is a spoiler thing. So I kind of want to talk about that last episode. Um, Yeah, let's do it. It's wild. Um, That thing has so many twists and turns in the last like 15 minutes. Um, But the big one I guess I wanted to talk about is you and I had a major disagreement when we both watched this and it is it is the fate of Odakawa um this is prior to either of us listening to that last uh recording where you and I had the difference of did Odakawa die or did Odakawa go for right mm-hmm. and I will I will be first to admit that I thought he lived um I did not connect the dots between the uh, murderer. Uh, I mean, at least at this case, she's like kind of a serial killer. At this point, um, she's killed more than one person. Um, so more than
1: one person, and also uh-huh. in the audio drama, I think the other drama or like the very end, she's kind of like, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a fail another
0: audition,
1: so then I could get to kill someone because I thought that was fun." Yeah, something like that
2: right, and um i mean the 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 audio drama like kind of puts it to bed like Orakawa probably died in that in that final scene. Um, yeah. she's That's capable big, yeah. of it, and we know that she has done this like method before um, yeah. like you, you do see um you know
1: uh, with Orakawa at Yamamoto, the idol manager. Mm-hmm. When Oda lets his guard down, Yamamoto is able just to almost kill him.
2: Oh, if it was and that like, he was that saved by a Shirokawa.
1: Shirokawa, yeah. So it um, it's a bit of evidence of what yeah. could possibly happen <laughs> if you leave a murderer and an unaware Oda in the car. Together, right,
2: right. Um, I thought that last scene of like when the mystery actually unravels, you know, like you don't know if rui was the one that killed yuki or um who actually did it cuz you know it, it 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 implies that rui was the one that did it right and then it turns out oh no it's
3: yuki's yeah, second uh yeah, like kind of film. like
1: um yeah it's kind of like all points lead to rui yeah and if rui had her way she would have probably done it, done it. right But, you know, she died before she got there. Yeah. And it was a bad look. Right. So, you know, Yamamoto had to call his friend. It's like, hey, we need to get rid of this body.
3: Yeah, we gotta dump it. Um,
1: Yeah. It's kind of messed up that uh, they had to really, you know... Take the fall? No, it's like there when Yamamoto and friends were (laughs) dismembering the body. (laughs)
2: I mean, I feel like I, I, again, I'm not a a criminal of of this <laughs> not, kind of intent, but I feel like it's like you were there. If we're going down, you go down with it, right? Yeah, like that was the entire point of it. Like, right now, an accomplice. Um, you can't talk about this to anyone.
1: Yeah. But so um, and like you had, you now are responsible for what happens. So yeah, you, you you better do your best efforts. And then I'll do mine. Right. Um, um, I feel like you know the the whole murder thing. It, <laughs> the the hiding of the body didn't have to happen if they just called the cops.
3: Yeah. But it happened. But it happened, and that's where we are. Oh. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When when you first started talking about it, like. I was kind of surprised that you thought Odi would live,
0: but that's like
1: wants him to (laughs) live. Like that's also like the thing about Otaxy, right? Mm -hmm. Is that it's kind of like you know playing a mystery game. It's like you yourself are trying to do the pieces and figure all that stuff out. Like even me, you know, with my experience, like playing something like. Nine 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 for these last reward. Yeah, I I am not a very good mystery man. I do not know a lot of things that happen. Uh-huh. Or like I don't pick up on the at least the nuances that happen. Right, on, right. Triple
2: nine. Yeah, um, but I
1: I feel like odd taxi is kind of like more simpler and more accessible. Right, but still leaves that leeway of you know. I think A, B, and C are going to happen while you think uh, B, C, and D are going to happen. Right. And, like, you can both be right, you can both be wrong.
2: Right. And I, I think that's why I liked it so much because you, you, I mean, you know me really well. I'm pretty good at these. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm one of those people that, oh, right before the mystery solved, I already pieced it together in my head. Like, I get it, and I'm waiting for the payoff. Yeah, that last episode has so many twists and turns, and I I really don't want to talk about one specific thing. If you if if the listener hasn't watched it and has gone this far, we, we told them we told them to, to no, watch no, it. No, no, there's the other thing, right? the The thing, the visual agnostic? Yes, the visual thing, and I don't want to talk about it because it's great. Agnosi. It's really good. Um, but I like I I have so much more respect for mysteries that I can't solve.
3: Um, I, I, oh man, oh, it's good. Um, it is good,
1: yeah. That, that you know, that final twist. Um, spoilers, um, they're not animals. <laughs> no,
2: no, it's so good. I don't want to talk about it. It's we have, so, well, we gave him uh, the
1: warning, but uh, I think the, the point I want to do it or I wanted to say is, um, that, that, that. Does go well with the ending too. Um, Otakawa now
3: sees uh people as people, right? Right. Um, even yeah, and like, can I phrase this? So, uh, when, once he gets
1: that realization, he's at the hospital, and then he repeatedly says, Oh, that's how like Am looks like, that's how shirakawa looks like and goreki looks like yeah right right and then when um not yuki uh sakura. Her name? yeah sakura waragaki mm-hmm. enters his or uh, his car mm-hmm. he's not able just to recognize her
3: right away right All right, giving her enough time to probably ice him yeah uh he's such a good boy, though. Like, he's such a good boy. I don't right? want. I I didn't want to
2: think about it that way. And I think for me, I was missing, or I like, probably had forgotten some kind of clue that that you know connects her to him. Mm-hmm. Um, in my head, I was like, oh, I don't think she would recognize him. But I, I was wrong. she super did. Um, yeah. yeah, there's also the thing of um.
1: Yuki got a taxi, you know, to mm-hmm. go to, to the office. Uh, I, yeah, to the office to meet the Ruby. Yeah. And also Sakura also got a taxi co- to go to the office mm-hmm. to supposedly meet Yuki. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And becomes it goes to um like to think about who was it that um you know, went to quite possibly it's confirmed that Otakawa did go to the office building, but who yes. did he drop off? Yes. Was, um, it's kind of the whole mystery, right? <clears throat> yeah. Cause um, you know, I would assume even in human form, Yuki and Sakura would look the same. Yeah. The the point is that uh Sakura had a
2: mask. You right. Know, that's kind of like wars. the right that's like the metaphor, right? Like, yeah, cats look like cats, people, people, some people look similar to other people, kind of hard to die, die diverse, too. Yeah. I mean, like the Diamond Brothers are right? like one wears glasses, one doesn't like that's kind of it.
3: That's how you know, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, like you take off the glasses. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, that's that's why, you know, it's so important for whoever party to get that uh that film. Why Yamamoto
3: so adamant about it? Why Dobu so adamant about it? Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's odd taxi. That's odd taxi. Please uh, watch it.
0: Yeah, um, if you
1: haven't watched it, we kind of spoiled a lot of it for you. But that yeah. doesn't mean you, you shouldn't watch, watch it. it. Yes. Yeah. So, like, thing about me and spoilers. Like, I
2: don't mind getting spoiled. I just kind
1: of want to see how it happens.
2: Right. Um I would like to point out on the odd text wikia there is a watch order that also includes the radio dramas that sh- that shows you in what order to watch what episode and then f- watch the following radio drama. Sometimes
1: there's two yeah.
0: What's up? yeah.
1: You're saying all right, spoilers. You're saying, you know, how like it becomes like oddly violent. How like, yes. something about like um you don't you don't want to think about Odakawa getting iced. Right. In the radio drama, Taiko also just eats. (laughs) Yes,
2: Taiko is also (laughs) killed. Talk about someone who doesn't deserve it. Uh, To my understanding, she was, like, poking around, right? She was trying to figure...
1: Taiko was actually the one who made the ballpoint pen. Or at least, you know, like, tried to, like, pass it on to other people. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's implied that she's, like, nosy, and she kind of wants to, like... um get things out. Like in the ra- in her radio drama, she's talking on the phone with somebody.
3: I think it was was it Yamamoto? It's I
1: forgot
3: so. who. But uh, you know. And it's like, oh, who's
1: knocking? Hello. Mm-hmm. And then Sakura is just ice <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah the the final point I wanna make. Um a lot of these people didn't really deserve <laughs> what what What's coming to them?
0: Yeah,
1: uh, maybe Kanahana because he
3: lied about his age yeah.
0: and his um,
3: social standing. Yeah, uh, he gets it. I mean, he get it. He gets uh, it. Um, Ka-
1: Hippo Man Kabasawa, Kabasawa. I don't like. I him. think I. I don't like him, but I I think he he kind of got what he deserves, yeah. but I think. I think Dobu gave him too
2: much of an out. I think, okay. I do want to talk about Kabasawa. I think that's kind of the last thing I want to get on because I know you and I were pretty, pretty, uh, it's the first opening couple episodes, right? With Kabasawa. Um, Odd Taxi talks a lot about social media, right? And right. Kabasawa is like this encompassing kind of general commentary of how people are pretty absorbed into social media. Yeah, his whole motivation was like, I want more likes. I want to be viral, right? I want to be known. Oh, he wouldn't know me. All that matters yeah. is that like button. Where he, you know, initially goes as far as to like which at least to me kind of hits on like a lot of what what is dubbed as feel good like social media. Of like, look at this little girl and how she saved her town by selling lemonade. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain there's a certain cynicism that I have of, like, I don't really believe this. It's like those people, right, that, like, lie about their children, like, saying, like, these incredibly, like, insightful comments about, like, life in general. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. you don't, we, I, no one believes it. That's bullshit. And, like, he lies about, like, Odakawa cheering him up and, like, taking yeah. a selfie with him. And it, like, God, it makes me gag. Yeah, I hate
0: it. Hate
1: it it's like uh, Odakawa and Kawasawa, are like the only two people who know like the actual context of that picture. Yeah. And then Kawasawa, you know, is able just to like create another uh like a narrative, narrative. On
2: Yeah. It. And um it's 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 so it's so on the nose and but it's not I know people like that is the yeah. thing and we i mean i mean if you're on like if you're on twitter if you're on instagram you know people that you know are either lying or very much willing to lie to get you know media attention essentially right yeah it's like are influencers real people is like influencing kind of a real job is uh, it is it morally yeah. correct that this exists
1: yeah cuz um, like if you think about like influencers and, like, you follow them, uh, you know, probably buy what they're selling or, like, um, consuming right. their content. But then, you know, at the end of the day, you're you're only consuming them or, like, knowing them through, like, these little snapshots or, like, little vlogs right. or whatever. Right. Like, uh, if you just listen to Kabasawa's, like, just ranting on how he's going to find Dobu
2: right right you
1: think he's like a superhero or like a vigilante
2: yeah yeah as us yeah as us
1: like as viewers you know like Kapasawa just doing this because he wants attention
2: and he's getting attention and i i know that some like like background characters know like he's making money off of this like a lot of money and it's Again, it's a lot of social commentary. It was like, how many of these people are just, is this just a charade
0: yeah, for people you... to
2: feel good or to feel like they're making an impact and just donating money to a cause that is empty yeah. or is like biteless, essentially? Yeah, um, like
1: Kabasawa creates a scheme. Where it's yeah. Like, yeah it's so a every,
2: month, every month is donate to the yeah, I'm gonna find Doba sh- or find Dover Club to the yeah to the patreon so i can bring this guy to justice um it's a grift he's a grifter
0: a and grifter. he gets
2: off so easily um yeah
1: and, yeah like double kind of like leaves them
2: yeah just, like, just leave them too give much car and that's it and that's okay That's fine um and he's like he's so scummy and like he's like sleeping with followers and he has like a temper tantrum because his yeah. fathers call him out on it about being a grifter. Um, but yeah, some people just want to be famous, and it doesn't matter what they do to do it. And yeah, it's, it's just like, so what, what kind stummy. of like
1: uh, personality. They want to thing. Yeah. Well, you see, an honest man use uh, social media honestly. Beautiful yeah. boy of mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he
0: just,
2: he just wants to support his fan like his, his idol group. To, yeah, to, like, I would say to a uh, not a hurtful degree, but to a fanatical degree. But you know, to each his yeah. own, I will say, I'm not gonna judge his decisions, yeah, like, but he is a but, good you know, boy,
1: according to the, the context of Odd Taxi. He doesn't have really anything else going for him, yeah, to be he- honest.
2: He just wants to support his group, and you know what, if that's what makes him happy, go for it. Yeah. Uh, it was, he, yeah, but he is was, a good boy. He does you know, not deserve was, any was, bad attention.
1: You know, but like speaking about the social media front, there yeah. is a thing about oversharing. Yes. Um, you shouldn't probably post about your
3: Lotto ticket on the internet. No. No. Um,
2: Don't
0: well, do that. It,
3: also, Yano. <laughs> kind of, mm.
1: like, triangulated his location based on, you know, his um, posting history. Yeah. Like, also to a, a kind of, like, supernatural degree. And it's like, yeah, hear that uh, chime in that video. That chime only occurs in three train stations. Um, he he visits this location, which is near this train station, so I think
2: he lives over here. I, Hmm. I don't think that's supernatural. I think in this day and age, it's pretty easy. I, like, I, I, I think it. I think it, it's like right, there's the Tanaka
1: level of supernatural, and then there's like there, there's this like triangulating kind of almost like, um, doxing. But you're he tried really hard to do it, and he had no to
2: like like I mean, people are really good at like geogesser. And consider that Tokyo is probably one of the most documented, like, cities in the world, like, via, like, well, like Google Street View and stuff. Like Geo,
1: GeoGuessr is, like, so different.
2: But, like. Because if, you're, you're going through contextualities through his timeline. Right. And I think that's pretty easy given, like, Google Street View of, like, oh, if there's a restaurant in the background, you can assume a certain, di- like, diameter where he hangs out in essentially right i mean like that's fair but you know like tokyo
1: is kind of like a, like a commuter city in which you can just take a train and like, Even go then anywhere. like
2: it's it's well documented it's not like i can pull up google maps right now and i have unlimited access to any any
3: major street right um i don't know I I, 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 but I, I do find I, the point of like don't
2: don't overshot on social media. It's pretty bad. Don't don't take pictures outside of your apartment or like outside of your workplace, or you know if you won ten billion yen outside of this convenience store, with
3: specific lighting outside of it. You know. I do know. I <laughs> don't. <of, laughs> I think
1: <laughs> Yano is crazy. Like,
2: yes, he's crazy. You're not wrong. He is
1: very crazy. I, th- I think with like just a my, um, like it, you have to be wary of what you post because someone could use it and find out the train station you live next to mm-hmm. in order to steal your money.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, I. What I'll say too, uh, at one of my closing thoughts, um, Odd Taxi
1: hits both vibes. You know, being like a classic, like a old or like small town murder mystery kind of deal, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also being modern, right? Cause right. It does because it like it plays with like social media. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like um, things like that. Um, really? Like, App this dichotomy to. between, like, Dobu and Yano as rivals. Right. In like, the new age and old age.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, social media dating, like, Kanahana and uh, Ichi, Ichimura. mm mm-hmm. But also a kind of old-style, like, stand-up comedy. Like, the, ho- the Homo sapiens mm-hmm. and, you know, like, the big national uh, yeah. comedic event with, like, the two. Yeah, and, the, like, the M- I- M1. Yeah, I think uh even you know I uh, maybe um I'm not an expert in like Japanese comedy and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is I feel like kind of like a niche thing, like kids these days don't really talk about the N1 competition.
2: Right, right. Maybe I mean like so I mean even even like American comedy like the the straight man port man uh the straight man uh, I forget the the whatever the other term is um the not straight man essentially, yeah, uh like that comedy style is i mean now is considered pretty antiquated or at least is 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 so is, is customized so much now that you don't really see it as much
1: yeah, uh, say, like um, you do just see like solo solo acts, right yeah uh, stand comedy acts and. Or...
2: Or, you know, trios or whatever.
1: Or, like, uh, in American ways, you know, it's just uh, doing sketches and comedy troupes mm-hmm. uh, and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, there's, there's uh, like, a mix between, like, the old style and, like, new style. Mm-hmm. Um, generational thing. Um, that's just, for me, so interesting and, like, helps, you know, have Odd Taxi stand out in my mind. Oh, yeah like as compared to like other anime that i watch
2: it's up there it's real up there uh up there up there with like Shoa genkoku rakugo shinju um, Yeah, real up there
1: real up there
2: if you if you haven't watched rakugo shinju uh watch it's, rakugo shinju it, it is
1: talk
2: talk about 10 top-10 ten anime that's one of mine Oh, Rakugo Shinju. Yes, uh, that's also. It's I think it sits at like number two or something. That that thing, is very good. Also, very much like this. Very um, not meandering, but a lot of A, B, and C plots. Really dense. Um, it is, unlike a taxi, a little less accessible. It's it's a very niche thing.
3: Yeah, it's like
1: something you do have to like sit down. And... Yeah. You know, just like... It's very niche, I'll is all I can it. say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But if, if you make it through it, it is 110% worth it. There,
2: there, there is a connection with Odd Taxi to uh, Rakugo Shinji, where a character is a Rakugo performer, but they don't really talk about that at length. Um, yeah. But they do mention Rakugo, uh, a form of Japanese storytelling uh, that uh, is really interesting. Um, really cool, but uh, anyway, regardless, um, Odd regardless. Taxi very good.
1: Cool closing thoughts. Um, I think Odd Taxi is a good one. Uh, probably not in my top ten, but definitely in my top fifteen.
2: Yeah, um, it's up there.
1: Yeah, it, for me, you know, being interested in narratives and uh, studying um, how like writing and like how stories portrayed, this is like a good. Um, example of like a murder mystery that's done subversively and done very well mm-hmm. you know, like as i said in like the first few episodes the murder mystery just kind of happens around everybody yes yeah. and then it's only like till the build up with the climax where you it, it is involved right and everything starts coming together and, like, you don't even find out how Odakau has devolved till like, near the very end. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's, I definitely highly recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't watch a lot of um anime nowadays. No, neither do I. But um, but I am very glad.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, we, we sat at a bar, and yeah. he told me about Odd Taxi, and it's like, hey, I'll just look at it. And then I looked at it, and then I looked at all of it, and then uh-huh. I
2: had fun. Yeah, definitely the when if we do the end of the year stuff, this will, this probably sits there as probably the best thing I've seen this year so far. Yeah, and you watch Animals. a lot of television. Uh nah, I watch a lot of Western television nowadays, but Yeah, but yeah. like general like media, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: Anyway, um shall we wrap post-talks? it up? <laughs> um I like it.
2: Um, I, I, I generally very much like this style of, it's a little rough around the edges at some point. Um, I especially like that OP is a little like, I like that kind of like paper craft kind of feel, um, of that OP. Uh, I, I, I'm just a real big fan of that last episode. It goes places. Um, yeah, like
1: yeah, it's like as we we're, that's like I was saying, mm-hmm. as we were saying, it does ramp up where like you, you feel it in your bones. So it's gonna happen. Yes. Yeah, you know, like you, you figure out the mystery, and you just want to see it, how it portrays.
2: Yeah, yeah. But
1: not even I <laughs> could like portray what happens at the very end. Yeah, man, yeah, that's like yeah, like I said, you know, it's it's a murder mystery, but it's also subversive, and like, mm-hmm. it does the subversive parts really well.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh
2: yeah. I think that's that's uh closing thoughts wrap it up.
1: Yeah, it's closing thoughts, wrap it up. Um, um we talked about Josie, good film. Mm-hmm. Um one of my top faves. Uh, when it comes out uh publicly you should watch it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
3: look
1: back,
2: uh remember back. free free to read on uh Shueisha's website.
1: Yeah. Um, I would love to hear anyone else's opinions on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, what's cool about media is that it can impact certain ones impact you. Other ones don't. Uh, not so much. But right. it was like at least fun, you know, like sharing our ideas, uh, talking about it. And I would love to hear your thoughts, dear listener. Yep. Uh, write in the comments, or I don't know. Where do people comment? Uh just DM me and then we'll, yeah, to, we'll yeah. talk
3: about.
2: It. We're uh we're on Twitter. Uh, might as well do the the postings, oh, I guess. Um hey, you, can you can find,
1: find... Hey, you have to summarize aut taxi first. Aw taxi, good show. Good show. All right. You, uh, could, you could you could find us. Um you know the main writing, my main writing blog that I run with the help of
3: my friend oh. here. Um Kupo, uh <laughs> Uh co cool, coop. Cool. Oh my so god.
1: <laughs> WordPress. No, coupo writes. <cuporights.wordpress.com. laughs>
2: oh, we haven't uh, known this in so long. <laughs>
1: uh you could listen to us for the rest of our episodes. Um, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, specifically through our anchor.fm slash coupo uh hyphen talks. Mm-hmm. Um you can follow me on Twitter. At, uh, mog- at mog- night, And then where can uh, people follow you?
2: Uh, I don't write as much as I used to, so I don't really feel like plugging my my old blog. But uh, if you want deranged comments on everything, uh, you can follow me at Sumer Kurtz. Um, yeah, that's, I'm most likely on Twitter, so find me there. Uh, thank you again, dear listeners, for sticking with us. Hope you're doing well. Thanks I'm for uh, well. listening.
1: Oh, and, you uh, should. Uh, now, now that I'm out my blog, you should uh, read the Cooper Wrights Game Awards. I we spent a lot of time. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> I definitely had a good time
2: doing that. Working with that, so um, we went
1: places. I plan on I plan on writing more. I do have like a personal blog called uh, Ooh. Ooh. In the Cooper Thoughts. Dot NeoCities. Dot Com. like.
2: A, it looks pretty cool. Uh,
1: putting like that a, out there. <laughs> Thank you. Pretty neat. It's in the vein of, you know, like 90s, 2000s internet
3: aesthetic. Mm -hmm. um, Which I am into. Yes. And I love.
0: All right.
3: Yeah. uh, Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, This podcast
1: went on pretty long, but we do love talking with each other, and we do love (laughs) your comments and your feedback, so let us know. um, Let us know. Just DM me. I Hopefully. did have an email,
2: but I I forgot it. Uh, you just yeah, just Twitter is probably the yeah. best way. Yeah, my DMs are open
1: I'm yes.
3: all night. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Thank you. Yeah.
2: And uh, so long. Have a so long. have a good uh, day. Take um, care.
1: See you next time. Uh, will you record another podcast probably.
0: Probably. You'll have least. to wait and
1: figure it out. When. When. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, love you all. And good night. Good night, Kupo.